You're listening to Gizmonic Institute's radio. In the not-too-distant future, on no specific date, there were two guys with a mutual love of MSD3K. They were on their way to watch a favorite show, but then things went bad as they tend to go. When they woke up, they were surprised to find they had been kidnapped by a scientist and launched to the sky. Now they're stuck in space until they've watched every episode of the show. That's the only way that Dr. Odd says he'll ever let them go. Now we invite you to join our heroes as they travel both near and far. Podcasting their grand adventures while hurtling through the stars. It's time for Gizmonic Institute's Radio. Started. Tuesday, probably. A few nights ago, I was reclining in my meatball pod. That is typically how I go to sleep. I normally am awake, sitting up, sleep laying back. I did my standard procedure of laying back and imagining brushing my teeth, imagining rinsing out my mouth, and then just going to sleep. And then the next thing I knew, I woke up and I was no longer on my meatball spaceship. I'm not entirely sure how I got here or what this means, but I... No! I told you my name's Renee! Seth! Seth. No, what? Have you seen Seth? No, I have not seen Seth! I know, I know you're the one from the meatball ship, right? You ran into us and you have, like, the lemons on your ship? Yes. I know who you are. You've been following me around the, the ship all all day. and I, well, I, Where's Seth? Have you seen Seth? I was hoping that you could explain to me what happened to my meatball, Seth. I, I mean, oh, wait, you have, like, a sandwich? Or is it, like, is that what you call your ship? That's my nickname for it. Oh, the meatball sub? Yeah. That's, that's confusing, because now I think of, like, a submarine sandwich, but... Well, okay. It, okay. spaceships are the submarine of the sky. Oh, wow. Yeah. I always thought that airplanes are the submarines of the sky, but that makes way more sense. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so I mean, didn't you see him, like, when you came over here from your uh, meatball sub? I was actually just recording a formal log to uh, describe what happened. Oh, uh, okay. Namely that. Yeah, we don't we don't really use this stuff except for when we're like recording our show, which I'm looking for because we have to do it or else we're going to get all electroshocked. So, uh, ah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I was doc, wondering about Dr. this extra necklace. Uh, yeah, what's that's going it. on? I hey, know it wasn't me. I didn't uh, do it. Uh, I didn't do anything. Well, okay. I didn't say you did anything. I was just wondering if you've seen Seth. Well, cause... maybe stop throwing around uh, all kinds of accusations. Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. Okay. Don't um, make him angry. Anything. Please don't make I, him I'm angry. Not, I'm not making... Uh, Dr. Ad, I'm trying to find Seth. You know the other guy that's usually up here? Uh, uh, you know, kind of yay high. That was and, the, uh, uh, the one with the... It's covered in warts. Is it that uh, one? No, that... I mean, neither of us are covered in warts. You might want to clean off well, your I monitor. Beg, I beg to differ. Have you been eating baked beans while uh, looking at oh, your monitor? Oh, wait, again? hang on a second. Let me wipe this off. Yeah. Yes? Okay. All right. Now that I've, now that I've wiped it off with this Hardee's wrapper, it yep. is definitely more clear. Although, yeah. I have to say, there is a bit of a soft focus to your faces. Oh, yeah? It's kind of like a like 1970s yeah, daytime soap opera. Uh, Soap opera. No, I mean like like I smeared hamburger grease from this Hardy's wrapper all over the screen. Okay. But 
But I mean, whatever makes you happy. I mean. It's a good look. It's probably a good look. You know, it probably you know does cover. Up. I don't have a face covered in warts, but it probably does cover up some of the imperfections that I do have. So. Yes, but the weirder thing is you have pickles all over your face. Uh, <laughs> are there, my eyes like are aligned with the pickles yes, now? Is it like I that thought, funny uh, like pickle mask? You had mask? them on there like you were at a uh, like a day spa. Okay. I hear they do that. They <laughs> put pickles on their eyes. I think it's cucumber, but I mean, I guess it's the same thing. It's just, you know, can a little I, bit older. Can I so butt in here and ask about what's happened to Mr. Spoony? Yeah, oh, you, the spoon guy? My robot. Oh, is that, oh, your robot. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen him. I thought he was with you, just like, you know, that he was with you the whole last time you were here. Did you, like, leave him somewhere? I haven't seen him since I got abducted. Well, let's let's yeah. not uh, let's not start throwing the A word around, okay? Yeah. Well, I mean, you definitely I mean, no did abduct one. me, Doctor. Let's uh, end no, that. But no, know. that's not true. Neither one of you were abducted. You actually you signed up. I have mm. the forms right here. Those are forged. Uh, <laughs> not, I did not. I do not sign my my name with a backwards J. <laughs> like that's well, well. Evidently, after a few brewskis, you just do whatever, and you get on a spaceship, and you go to outer space like an idiot. So anyway, let's not call it abduction. Let's call it voluntary relocation Hmm. service. Interesting. Okay. Well, you know, semantics aside, so, Renee, you didn't just, like, walk on over here like you did last time. No, I I just woke up here. Huh. That's oh, weird. You, you didn't know? No. Didn't know what? Well, no, R- Renee's going to be here, like, like for a while. What? Because, uh, uh, uh yeah, Seth's not, Seth's gone. What? Like, yeah. like, what do you mean gone? Th- this is unacceptable. Well. Yeah, no. You know. Uh, nope, the nope, thing was, nope. Last time after Renee was here. Yeah. Uh, I thought the three of you were getting along pretty well. So, yeah, I mean, it was fine. Well, she brought up that, you know, she was uh, working for Dr. Rod. Mm-hmm. Dr. Dr. Hugh Rod. Yep, Dr. Hugh Rod. And so I figured maybe that what's in it for me? That's why. <laughs> okay. So me and Dr. Rod got to talking over a couple pints of clam juice and one thing led to another and well now Seth is with him. What? No. Like yeah. he's he's in the meatball okay, cell watching I, hot drinks? I also am not okay with this situation. This person is perpetually moist. Just constantly about the same level of dampness as a mo- moist towelette. And what me? Yes, you. Also, oh. I keep him. I keep him fully hydrated. He's really at all times. That's actually that's pure clam juice coming out of his pores. He's really, really hydrated. I it's, I think I might have a, like an addiction or something. And it's also it's really hot on this spaceship. You can't open a window because we're in space. And you know, I, I mean, mean, you can. I mean, you yeah. can if you want. I've been I, well, I've been surrounded by the theme hot drinks for years. I don't know hmm. if I can sleep without it. Uh, well, I mean, you're, yeah, you're, like, I thought that there was maybe, like, a banshee or a ghost or something, like, haunting our spaceship. I was like, oh, this will be, you know, a fun new thing to tackle with my friend Seth. But no, I think that was probably you just screaming. I was screaming like, uncontrollably. Yeah. All night, I mean, the entire yeah, night. Yeah, so, 
I mean, it does. It makes my whole moist thing seem a little less uh, of a problem. Since, you know, we've got the night screen. I think we all. If I'm being honest, uh, if I'm weighing night screams versus mm-hmm. clam juice pouring yeah. from my skin. Yeah. You're right. I'm going with the. I'm going with the clam juice. Yeah, it's yeah. Point. I'm sorry. I'd also, we kind of glossed over this. You and Dr. Rod drink clam juice like, like voluntarily, like on oh, yeah, the regs. It's, it's great. No, it's not. It's it's awful, especially when it's the only thing you have to drink. Well, it, it still is. It's the only thing I have to drink. Yeah. Oh. To be fair, what happened okay. was I sort of made a couple of bad business decisions. No. You might say. With, no. Yes, I don't I know, it's believe, hard to believe. It. It's hard to believe, oh. but I made a couple of bad business decisions with an uh, involving an oyster farmer and an investment into a high-tech juicing company. Okay. Like juicers, perhaps yeah, you've heard uh-huh. of them. They're called yeah, no, Juice Orbs. No. Do you remember Juice I, Orbs? I have not heard of Juice Orbs. Yeah, exactly. So I put too much money into juice orbs. Oh, they were God. they were orbs that you stuck things in and you juiced them. Yeah, okay. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Which seems like a great idea, but they the problem is you put them on the, the kitchen counter and they they roll all over the place. Oh yeah. And next thing you yeah. know, your whole kitchen is covered in juice. So okay. juice orbs not a good investment, as it turns yeah. out. No. But I already had all these clams, so clam just juice. Put them, put them all in the, the juice time. orbs. Yeah, just got a, a clam juice factory going now. Probably got, got a too bunch much. of juice I got orbs. Too much. I can't get rid of it. Yeah. Well, I'm lousy. I'm lousy with clam juice. <laughs> I'm beginning. A lot of this is beginning to uh, make more sense now uh, about you know why why we have the things that we have why. It, there's so much clam juice because I figured it was expensive to produce, but if it's kind of also, I feel like a it's little bit more. I feel a little expensive. bit more solidarity right. toward you, knowing right. that you also have to drink clam juice all the time. Right, too. right. So, so clam juice, uh, rolling mm-hmm. juice balls. Can I go home now? No. Nope. Yeah. Can we get Seth back? Like, uh, not for a while. Okay. Because okay. look, I made a deal. Like I said, I made a deal. Listen, we we clinked the clams. Okay. Do you understand what that means? Yeah, that's, I, I actually I mean, kind of understand that. I think I think that means something else to me. But go on. I think I, I know clinked. what you did. We clinked the clams. We yeah. took the empty clam shells, okay. filled with delicious white clam juice, and we it's slapped them together. right out of the shell. We, we slapped we slapped the clams together. Yeah. And uh, that is how deals are made in the business. Huh. In the business. So That's what, I call what it was in the what was world. this deal? The deal is that uh, Renee comes here, right? Yes. Seth Seth goes there, and that way I don't have to look at his stupid face anymore. There are so many warts. No, it was, was just the so beans. Tired. The beans all over your screen. Well, look. In hindsight, it was beans, but I <laughs> but I did not know at the time. I thought, man, it's like a, like friggin' Charles Bukowski carnival in here. I, <laughs> I wanted him gone. There's so, so many I, warts. So your best friend is, is strapped into the, the meatball sub. I guess. I mean, that sucks so hard. 
I mean, no offense or anything. You seem nice. Oh, no offense. Whatever, None but, taken. Know, I'm. We kind of had this whole thing on. Like, he would ask me about, like, Magic the Gathering. I'd talk to him about Pokemon. You know, we'd do, like, you know, these little bits. Uh, and oh, stuff. yeah, that was really great. Just really just oh. stuff. Oh, do you Man, mean number 25 you. Pikachu? Uh, yeah, I mean number 25 Pikachu. I mean, well, yeah, like, that's, you know, like, I, I mean, you're talking about the original uh, 151, right? What was your starter? Uh, obviously Bulbasaur. Obviously not. Yeah, okay. Well, see, this isn't going to work at all. Should've like, been, Seth would say things like... Should have been Charmander. would say things like, that's cool, um, and, like, I like Charmander, too. I might like him more than Bulbasaur, but he was a very supportive friend, and you seem very mean, and I don't like this at all. I'm but, just a little yeah. upset. I'm a fish out of yeah, water. Seth was, yeah. Seth was a really top-notch conversation there. Sounds like a real... Real uh, round table of intelligence. It was. We sorted bolts and nuts together, and all. You know, we had like, you know, clam juice. Well, I could, and we. I could. I could sort bolts and nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we have to do it, so it's not like you know a hobby thing. But it was just a right, thing right. Together. I'm not saying I want to. I'm just saying I could if I wanted to. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's it's good to know you're, you know. You're not like the lobster-handed person, so that's that's good. You can sort bolts and nuts. So, well, I'm so happy that you nerds are getting together. That's that's very exciting for me because you know it was very important to me when I made this decision in less than 14 seconds. Yeah, no, I can tell it was. There's a whole lot of thought. Well, okay, so I mean, we have to do an audio log now, but I. Yep. I, Go do that. Yeah, we're gonna go do that, and then then I we just need to we're gonna need to suss this out uh, more after this. So don't we'll 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 be back, Doctor. We're gonna do our audio log. We'll be back. Where are we okay. going? I'll just well, be oh. over here coating my body in clam juice. Yeah. Okay. Just turn off the monitor. I need it, like I needed to get to get through the obstacle course. Oh. Oh no. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll talk about that too, but. So we just go into this other... See the, this room over here, Renee? Yes. It's, it's got, like... It's just this audio log above the door. Right, right. Yeah, we just go in there. We, re, we record audio log and... All right, sounds pretty I, great. All right, let's go. This is the audio log for MST3K Season 4, Episode 3, City Limits. And uh, I'm going to have to say this is going to be real weird, doing an audio log with someone who doesn't really know anything about MST3K, because Seth's usually here. And... Uh-huh. Okay, what makes you say that? Uh, I mean, you're you're the hot drinks person. Well, in I... point of fact, I was actually on my way to answer a Craigslist ad bidding for people who really love Mystery Science Theater when I got abducted by Dr. Rod. Wait, like, how, how long ago is this? Uh, a few years ago, something like, like that. Was it like 2012-ish? Yeah, that, that sounds about right, actually. How do you, how do you know that? I mean, that was that was the Craigslist ad I responded to with the, uh, you know, it, it was it was Dr. Odd. He put out that ad, and that's how really? he kidnapped us. Yeah. Why didn't you guys tell me about that? Uh, well, I mean, why didn't you say anything about it? I guess it seemed irrelevant. But that, that we're stuck up here watching MST3K, and it was obviously the same, like, experiment? Uh, I'm just kind of a take-things-as-they-come type of person. Oh, okay. All right. Well. Anyway, um, point, point being, I, I actually really love Mystery Science Theater, so. Oh. Okay, well, I guess maybe this won't be so bad. I mean, you're still no Seth, but, like. Yeah, well. I mean, 
I mean, same to you, buddy. Well, that's true. <laughs> Neither of us can replace Seth. So. Let's make some prolonged eye contact. Okay, we'll stare each other down. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All you right. know, you are better at staring than Seth. Oh, I thank you. Yeah. Yeah. He. He just does not. He won't ever look me in the eye. That's he just. That's purely natural talent. It's really hard to practice staring when you're alone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can. I can imagine. You. You just maintain the direct eye contact so well. Yeah. It's, I haven't blinked this entire time. I know. It's. It's actually unnerving I, me. I. I think I would need you to blink. I can actually feel the the blood vessels starting to go a little bit. You see anything like that happening? Or. Uh, yeah. No. Your eyes are turning very red. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Doesn't it bother like, me. Yeah. It should. It <laughs> seems like it'd be very painful. I mean, it burns, but. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Okay, well, let's talk about uh, um, MST3K Season 4, Episode 3, City Limits. Um, now, Dr. Rod, did you ma- he, made, he did make you watch this with me. Yes, so, yes. So you, you, you have seen this. Yeah, um, and you kept holding my hand and calling me Little Seth the whole movie. And... I mean, you, you said you wouldn't talk about that. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> okay. So we'll, uh, this starts out with the uh, pre-commercial segment. Um, it's a uh, Captain Kangaroo ping ball joke, uh, ping pong ball joke. Uh-huh. Um, I am not familiar with Captain Kangaroo. Uh, Nor I. In fact, I knew so little that I thought they were totally unrelated things. I didn't know there was such a thing as a Captain Kangaroo ping pong ball joke. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I'm not entirely sure who Captain Kangaroo is. I think he's an old guy with a mustache who dresses up like a train conductor. And I guess has a ping pong ball joke. Okay, all right. Yeah, I mean that—that that is when I think of Captain Kangaroo. I, I think maybe I'm thinking of a mix between a train conductor and Captain Lou Albano from the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. You know, it's, that's really funny because I'm—I'm I'm kind of weird, but yeah. I just imagined a kangaroo. Ah, okay. With maybe like a a a, a heavy metal jacket. Oh, like <laughs> a type. bomber jacket. No, that. Oh, come on, help me out. That movie. Oh. Metal Jacket. Oh, Full helmet. Metal Jacket? Yes. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> full Metal Jacket. The helmet from Full Metal not, not Heavy Metal Jacket. Shut up. That's a different movie. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. <laughs> heavy Metal Jacket. It's about people wearing coats that are uncomfortably heavy. Yeah. 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 They can they can get through war with. But they're also kangaroos. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like a sequel to Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, I would watch that movie in a second. Yeah, me too. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, and it's also weird in my, um, why is Captain Kangaroo a train conductor? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I thought that you had actually seen something. So that was produced entirely within the realm of your imagination. I mean, I may have seen something. I don't I don't understand why he would be captain, but then be, be wearing conductors overalls. Yeah, that's pretty concerning. I yeah, know. if he's a captain, he should be wearing like a, a captain's hat or something. Maybe it was, you know, that old-timey humor. This is a thing that it's not, eh? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's hey, like see? Captain Kangaroo, and I'm actually wearing sergeant stripes. Am I a squid or a unicorn? Yeah, a, a squid, squid or a unicorn. I see? like that. Uh, yeah, and apparently they had a... I actually laughed at this uh, um, at this this segment with the ping pong balls uh-huh. because it kept going on so long. I, I felt like they were going for that, and it kind of made me think of... I mean, obviously this is way before that, but, you know, the, the kind of the family guy joke form you know, oh yeah yeah where you yeah. keep doing something until people start to get uncomfortable and start laughing yep now was it here or later when tom servo had a crow's eyes and that's said, in that's in the uh the post-commercial segment so ah, okay. uh post-commercial segment um tom's dome is filled with ping pong balls and okay. two of the ping pong balls are the ping pong balls used for crow's eyes well, and that really cracked me up pretty yeah. hard yeah that was good that was all it was also very creepy um yes yeah and it was very funny as well so uh the invention exchange um, Joel, he makes toys out of meat. 
um, such oh, as yeah. Mr. Meat and Potato Head, um, Mr. Brisket Head, mm-hmm. and Mr. Beef Wellington Head, and then the ve- the vegetarian, which is Mr. Stuffing inside of Potato Head. Oh, instead of Potato Head, sorry. Um, not the best invention exchange yeah. ever. I I was fascinated by their their choice of props with the meat mm-hmm. because it looked like meat that had been frozen for far too long. Yeah. Like, the, the, the coloring was off-putting. Everything about it was just a little bit stomach-turning. Yeah, I'm guessing maybe it was either meat that they got, like, they just went to whatever supermarket was still open when they were filming, and, like, we need some meat, and then they got mm-hmm, meat. Mm-hmm. Or it was meat from one of their freezers that they were cleaning out. Ah, yeah. And they're like, oh, hey, check, check out this meat. Waste not. Yeah, waste not. Let's make Mr., I don't know, brisket head. Then it thawed, and they, they mm-hmm. grilled that greenish brown meat with people's faces on it. Yeah, I'm sad they didn't do a, a Mrs. Meat. Oh, um, yeah. You know, like like Mrs. Potato Head. Yeah. So they could have done like... The I whole know, set. Yeah, Mrs. Porkchop. Uh, you know, I think it would have been fun. Head. I they, guess it has to have head in it, right? They could have uh, pinned on other types of meat, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Mr. Potato Head, the potato with human body parts on him. Right? Okay, yeah. So you could have this meat, like maybe for a nose, it could have like a little triangle of a little lamb chop. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. and for eyeballs, it could have two like uh, sausage rounds. Right, or yeah. like, I don't know, a cow's eyeballs. Okay. But that doesn't really fit the Mr. Potato Head archetype of pinning human body parts. I guess it could just be human body parts, but that would have been horrifying. That's too far. That's that's what that's a Dr. Forrester invention exchange. Yeah, that's true. Um, speaking of Dr. Forrester's section of the invention exchange, um, he's making Tupperware for pop stars. Right. Um, it, which is a uh, it's a Tupperware device um, designed to keep a pop star's freshness in mm-hmm. um, long after they've hit their expiration date mm-hmm. um, in his example uh, Mike Nelson is playing Morrissey who's locked in uh, this Tupperware yes and um, very mournful yeah he is very mournful I'm not again not familiar with the intimately with the music of Morrissey Mm-mm. other than it's what um, like goth teenagers listen to yeah. um, I think before I was in high school <laughs> right so right. It, it was uh but uh, Mike Nelson's impersonation of Morrissey is that he just says he's crying a lot and that everything is sad. Which I, I'm surprised how much I enjoyed it because there really wasn't that much to that joke. No, yeah. But something about Michael Nelson's uh, forlorn attitude is really just enjoyable. Yeah, I don't know how well he nailed the Morrissey impression, but it was, uh, you know, he got it was, he got the real, like, pre-emo thing or, or primo um, oh. He was he was a primo. Yes. Um, he did that really well. So tickle me uh, primo. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what? No, <laughs> tickle okay. me primo is the uh, Mike Nelson as Morrissey <laughs> doll that just never stops vibrating. Yeah. It's real weird. It's a real weird <laughs> single single episode MST3K. It's the only way to cheer him up. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who are you cheering up? Are you giving him a doll of himself to cheer him up? Tickle me primo. Oh, okay. Oh, you're tickling him. I yeah. see. Okay. But he's actually shuddering because he hates human contact. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first commercial segment, uh, Crow sings a song about Kim Cattrall, and then they reenact a scene from Mannequin. And they keep coming back to Mannequin yep. with the, the Kim Cattrall mm-hmm. business. I mean, this is before Sex in the City, so uh-huh. which is, I think, how... Well, she was also in Big Trouble in Little China, also. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this episode... I, I think that this episode was 
after Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. Um, I think they I think they might have made a uh, Big Trouble in Little China joke or two. I in, didn't catch it. Did yeah. Uh, this movie was made before, but the episode I think came after. But ah. Yeah. Still, I think best known for for the film of Mannequin. Um, didn't you were telling me some trivia earlier about yes. uh, this Kim Cattrall song? So evidently, after uh, Kim Cattrall watched this episode of Mystery Science Theater, uh, she arranged for the puppeteer of Crow to receive some lovely flowers. Oh, she sent some flowers to Trace. Yes, I thought that was a very sweet. That token. is, that is cool. Like to to have like a movie star that you're. You, you're singing a song about like watch your little TV show right. and then send you flowers. Do you, I was gonna say, do you think there's like some sort of like etiquette protocol book that's like what to do when a puppet sings about you? Uh. Like <laughs> you like you like you look you go to your etiquette book and you're it's like key, key, pu- puppets puppets page puppets. page, page mm. fifty six. Okay, was the song when, good when or puppet, bad? Right, you got two flow charts. A good, you send them flowers. Bad, you send them a rattlesnake. Right. When 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 puppets hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. When how to invite a puppet to your dinner party? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess they could ask uh, who is it, uh, uh, Bird Eye Gordon or Joe Don Baker. <laughs> what do you do if puppets <laughs> hurt your feelings? Because ask Emily Post. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Abby, this puppet hurt my feelings, and I feel like I am owed an apology. But the puppet no longer has a hand inside. I have of a it. feeling that Abby would not go easy on puppets. Yeah, if I put my hand inside the puppet and apologize, does that count? Or am I letting the puppet <laughs> off the hook? Sincerely, uh, uh, Kim. Kim. Kim Control. Kim, I have a lot of puppet problems, Control. Yes. I was trying to think of like a cool like a uh, like a uh, oh. uh, put out by puppets, you know, in, like a alliterative, yeah, put out by puppets in Pennsylvania. All right, er- erase what I said earlier and go with that. No, no, I'm, we see we don't do any editing on this show. Oh, okay. That's another thing. Doctor, I just makes us do these audio logs, and we try and have fun with them. But, yeah, uh, you know, there's not a whole lot of editing. It just seems in. like it could be really embarrassing. Yeah, well, it is. Um, it is really embarrassing, especially uh-huh. when we're you know we're just. You know, first joke that you get is what is what our audience. You just gotta gets. go with that. You yeah, gotta go with uh, puppet in uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, puppet. Puppet yeah. pal in Pennsylvania. Puppet, puppet pal in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Perry Potter puppet pal. Um, uh, the uh, second commercial segment. Uh-huh. Um, Crow and Tom are going through old comic books. Oh um, yes. And they're coming up with their own superheroes. Yes. Um, like Man Man and Lumberman, and they uh, come up with a supergroup called the Fantastic Eighty Five. Mm-hmm. And then there's a running joke over the next two commercial segments, I believe, where they are uh, this commercial segment and the next. Where they're still naming um, all of the names in, that are going to be in the Fantastic Eighty Five. Yes. So I thought it'd be fun for us to name some oh, dumb superheroes. Great. I mean, we're in the we're in the age of of Marvel. Right. Now right. we're in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the DC Cinematic Universe. So I thought we'd make some Gizmonic Institute Radio Cinematic Universe. Yes. Um, yes, please. Superheroes. All right. You want to go back and forth? Both do three. Sure. All right. One. Go. Oh, I'm going for it. Go, um, go, uh, go. Super water bottle lady. All right. What, yeah. what does this mean? <laughs> well, what are her oh, do I have to explain it? I um, mean, I, I'm going to start off with saying that I have seen into your quarters, and mm-hmm. I have seen the shelves of water bottles. Well, you put me on the spot. I didn't. <laughs> I know that, like, I you left the door cracked open. Mm-hmm. I peeked in out of curiosity. Yeah. You spun around. Your yeah. eyes were wild and wide, and your hair was crazy, and you slammed uh, my, the door why, shut. My eyes always look like that. Well, that's fair. Yeah, but yeah. but you slammed the door shut, but not before I saw the 
probably hundreds of water bottles. So, I mean, you know, you got to have a hobby. There's not a lot to do up here. But, yeah, yeah so super water bottle lady is mine. All right, what's your first Oh, are you going to tell what she does or Well, anything? she hydrates the rest of the squad and puts out fires. That's pretty... Wait, wait, she puts... <laughs> you, you really... You really buried the lead well, there. Well, I thought that... I thought that <laughs> she making... hydrates people and also she puts out fires. Well, what are the two things that water does? I Okay. Well, fair <laughs> enough. And I also didn't want to give the female superhero the only support role. She can be have an offensive role. Her, uh, her, her evil nemesis is a fiery gym. All right. Well, mine's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, my okay, first one. You, you really, you really box us into this by saying we have to do three. I'm sorry, we don't have to do three. No, we're gonna do three. All right, now. let's do three. Okay, yeah. so my, one of mine's a stop man. Okay. Um, the idea is that like he keeps stopping everyone to remind them to smell the roses, to really breathe in the moment. Oh, okay. So he's more present. kind of like a you know a counselor. Yeah. Okay. And to do that, he always plays the stop. Hammer time. Oh, okay. And then everyone stops. Nice. So do he do, he just has a... A boombox. He, he's like Pavlov conditioned them to stop whenever he plays that song. Yeah, everyone goes into a meditative trance when okay. he starts playing. So he's, he's just more of like a guy who take, took advantage of human psychology. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All that's right. cool. That's two. Cool. All right. Two. Um, found gum man. All right. What's, what's this one do? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound so critical of your choices. No, it's okay. I mean, found gun man. What he can do is he can. Uh, he has a psychic link to every time anyone leaves gum underneath a table or a park bench uh-huh. or uh, you know baseball bleachers or or anywhere. He has a psychic link to that gum, and he can teleport and, uh, and he can form his body out of out of the gum. Kind of like, kind of like Stretch Armstrong a little bit, or the. Uh, the the main guy in Fantastic Four. That is very cool. Mm-hmm. But it's only abandoned gum, mm-hmm. so he can't. You know, he you can't like telefrag someone by you know going into their mouth. Oh, yeah. That's huh. Yeah, that's a horrifying thing that I didn't even <laughs> consider. Yeah. but you were you were prepared. Yeah, well, see, in the, in the end, in the end of uh, the how he how he defeats his his nemesis, uh, Captain uh, Metal Jaw. Is he uh, he tricks him into chewing some found gum and then and then he does that. Very cool. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. It's it's kinda gnarly. But. It is yeah, and a complicated yeah. setup. Alright, number two. Um, I'm gonna say uh, deals, deals, deals man. Okay. Um, he uh, doesn't have to use an app to know where the best coupons are going to be at. Oh, he just he just shops. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, who's, who's his nemesis? Huh? Who's his nemesis? You never said we had to have a nemesis. Oh, no, I'm just saying. I'm just curious if you if Capitalism? You okay. <laughs> That's fair. Just the concept. Just the concept. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, my third one is uh, the Swiss dolphin. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. Now I'm excited about this one. Tell yep. me more. He's a dolphin? Is he full of holes? Uh, no. Please? No, it's he not. has more than one blowhole? <laughs> no, no. No, it's more like a Swiss, uh, I guess, maybe we should call him Swiss Army Dolphin. Okay. Yeah, because he's a dolphin, but he can also open bottle caps, and uh, he can... Ah, uh, use his nose multi-purpose. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got, like, a corkscrew, um, and, like, a uh, little, uh, like fingernail clippers that are too small to use excellent yeah yeah swiss army dolphin very handy mm-hmm. uh, is he pint size uh he can be he okay. can shrink that's his <laughs> yeah. well that's, he can be that's what makes him super the, the, i like all of mine are like okay well here's a regular thing and i guess i'll just add this other thing that makes it 
spectacular. Uh-huh. All right, what's your third one? Um, I'm going to have to say uh, the other Swiss dolphin, which okay. is <laughs> the dolphin with lots of holes for more blowholes. All right. He can actually, like, hover above the water in any direction because he has enough jets coming out of him. Oh, uh, nice. But, but he is, as his moniker implies, very Swiss cheese-like. Okay. And I would say that he's probably a pale cream yellow rather than your st- your typical dolphin blue. Okay. Silver blue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. See, and this is, this is where I think the, the canonical part of the Gizmonic cinematic universe is going to get confusing because now we have, we have uh, what, Captain Dolphin and then Captain Swiss Army Dolphin? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, so there's, you know. Well, you said Swiss Army oh, Dolphin. Oh, Swiss Dolphin. The Swiss Dolphin and Dolphin. Swiss Army Dolphin. Yeah, that's what, yeah, there's no Captain. They haven't yeah. been promoted yet. <laughs> yeah. That's not till the, that's not till the, uh, the Revengers. Yes. Which is the, oh, the man. group movie, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Don't, like, I mean, if Dr. Odd lets you edit it all, cut that out. Yeah. Trademark that. Trademark on the Revengers. Get when you get back home. Yeah. We'll do, we'll do a scary movie style parody movie with all of our superheroes. Hey, can we like eat that. on this show? Uh, I mean, we try not to eat on Mike. Are you just real hungry for cheese now that you talked about yeah, Swiss Army I'm, I'm Dolphin? I'm sorry. I... No, it's all right. I'm, I got some cravings. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, okay, well, the final segment of the show, um, or of the of the MSDK episode, not of this show. Um, he, so they're playing a tr- city limits trivia game, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it seems like someone repurposed a Monopoly board. Yes, uh, and it yeah. Did I mean, it look like it had a glowy center? Uh, kind of. Maybe it was a trouble board. Okay, I don't know. It, it was you know the. There wasn't a whole lot of high definition back then, so... There, there was something... Anyway, I, yeah. I, I do have to say I strongly related to the bit, to the point that, like, it didn't even feel like they were telling a joke. I was yep. just, like, nodding, like, yes, mm-hmm. yes, because the, it was such an incomprehensible movie in so many ways. Yep, and I actually, as a uh, secretly very competitive person, um, was very proud of myself for being able to answer all of the trivia questions oh. that he asked during the City Limits board game. All right, all right, mm-hmm. hold yep. on. Yeah. Are you going to ask me a trivia question? No, I'm applauding you. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, just bask a little. Oh, thank you. Lay thank back you. in thank the sunlight you. of yeah. my... Next time I'll shout them at the screen so that way you have confirmation. Okay. That'd yep. be fantastic. Um, okay. So, uh, then they read letters. Um, they have... I, I mentioned this only because uh, they uh, have the most matter-of-fact letter ever where it's yes. like, Dear Joel, I would like to join <laughs> the MST3K Info Club. Thank you. I love that they read that. Yeah, that's I, a that's a perfect letter. I mean, I they, feel like it was a misunderstanding. I yes, I I agree because uh, they have the info club thing on there, right? Every episode, right? And then they're just like, oh well, I'm, I I want to join this. I want to be part of this. But I, I love that they made the choice to to read that. Yeah, that was delightful. Yep, and uh, yeah, so that that was that was I think probably my favorite um, my uh, favorite letter of all time. All right. Yeah. So, um, let's talk about the movie. Let's do now, it. Now, Seth usually does this part. Um, are you good with doing this? Like, all right. So we watched City Limits. It's a film made in 1985. The tagline for this film is "On the border of adventure, at the edge of danger." Um, <laughs> That's it. There's no. There's no like <laughs> that. The border of adventure, the edge of danger. Come eat at Chili's. There's, <laughs> there's no follow-up. There's no third part to that sentence. No, they they just leave it there. Okay. All right. Um, uh, some of the notable names, as we mentioned before, was Kim Cattrall. Uh huh. Um, Raydon Chong. Yep. And uh, James Earl Jones. Yep. And the whole time, like, I thought that they, I didn't think it was the real James Earl Jones. Oh. 
And I thought that was just a joke that it looked like him uh-huh. because I didn't think that that the <laughs> prestigious person who who was James Earl Jones yeah would take part in such a thing. Uh huh. Well, and when we were talking earlier, who is the uh, what was the the penultimate role that you you referenced as James Earl Jones? Now, hang on. Now, I I <laughs> looked it up earlier, and Jones I was cap. incorrect. Oh, okay. Um, I was under the impression that. He was the voice of Goliath from the hit television series Gargoyles. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, it's actually a guy who, in my opinion, has a very similar voice. Uh-huh. Is it Michael Dorn? Uh, no, it's oh. like Keith David or something Oh, like Keith that. David, yeah. Yeah. Video games own Keith David. Although that makes me very happy because I still don't know what Keith David looks like. Okay. And I can just imagine that he's a oiled up giant purple man with wings okay just like my imagination wants it to be yeah yeah that's fair that's fair um but he's Wasn't also most of the cast of star trek the next generation on the the voices of god yes uh, uh oh uh, my jonathan gosh jonathan frakes jonathan was, frakes was yeah. part of it i think mm-hmm. marina sirtis had a role okay um i think there's several others it's been ages since I watched Gargoyles, yeah. but you know, it's I'm sure amazing. that Patrick Stewart stopped by the Gargoyles recording <laughs> booth. <laughs> well, Patrick Stewart does do the voice of a guy on American Dad, so maybe that's not too far from the uh, not too much of yeah. a stretch. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, uh, James Earl Jones definitely in this movie, and and to me, he will always be either Mufasa or Darth Vader. Ah, uh, yes. He may be incorrect. To me, the character to me, Gargoyles. he was a character that he <laughs> never voiced. That's, yep. <laughs> well, yep. you know, that's that's all right. That's, you know, it, to each their own. Um, so we usually do a uh, um, a segment called Things I Noticed and Felt the Desire to Comment on. All right. Um, is there anything from this movie that you noticed and felt the desire to comment on, other than that James Earl Jones is not the voice of a gargoyle that you thought he was? So the movie itself? Uh, or just the episode or, you know, anything. Okay. Um, I guess I have some from the earlier stuff that I forgot to mention. Okay. Um, I was really delighted when uh, they did the tempo marking for the Kim Cattrall song as Allegro Con Brio. Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was very authentic. (laughs) Um, That was totally a random one. Um, I was kind of blown away by all the Sun King jokes. Like... The, they had the was it Louis the Fourteenth when they saw the Sun logo. Oh, I felt like there's some huh. very highbrow humor in this yeah. episode. Yeah, maybe one of them was like studying history at a community college at that point. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. or they just read like a book on uh, you know, what, which Louis was it? I thought it was the Fourteenth. Fourteenth. Okay, that makes sense. We'll go with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was gonna say King Louis, um, and then not put a number after him, but then it would have just been the, the chimpanzee book. from the Jungle Book. He's an so. orangutan. Is he an orangutan? Go oh, eat. you're right. He is an orangutan. Mm. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I knew that. I knew that. Sure. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. I'm I was thinking of the cartoon. It just one. got like the tension in this room just yeah. skyrocketed. No, I misidentified an orangutan <laughs> as a chimpanzee, and uh, yeah, no, um, I, I was, I was honestly just. My mind wandered thinking of the horrifying Christopher Walken CG oh, yeah, orangutan. That, I saw that too. It's pretty. Yeah. I want to be like you. You're pretty good at that. <laughs> Thank actually. you. Yeah. You know. I've, I. Oh. I don't just. I don't just dress up water bottles in my quarters all day. You, yeah, yeah. There's a lot more to you than meets the eye. Mm-hmm. Mostly in the form of sort of bad impressions. Um. I was also going to say that I had a moment early on in the movie. Where I really could genuinely not just decide if it was 80s clothing or post-apocalyptic clothing. Okay. And I was straddling the middle of that line, and I had no idea. Yeah. Is this the 80s, or is it post-apocalypse? Yes. 
and the apocalypse happened in the 80s maybe right it does it did the the some of the outfits in that movie did kind of look like extreme versions of modern hipster yes i think which is uh also 80s and post-apocalypse kind of mixed together and i feel like maybe some of the outfits in this movie inspired like outfits from the the video game fallout as well Ah, yeah yeah? because i mean just yeah a lot of like kind of rags and furs but then also neon colors kind of right it's yeah it's kind of you know honestly the the costuming it was the best part of the post-apocalyptic kind of thing Mm -hmm. i mean the sets were it just looked like they filmed in like some like town that didn't have people living in it right um but the uh the kind of like the factories and stuff and and uh you know the other the the people who are non-apocalypse bike gang children just Mm -hmm. had like they're just like regular dudes either like like foot soldiers all dressed in black it it did feel like it shifted movies sometimes. Yep, yeah. Like somebody just changed the channel. It's like, oh, now we're in a business meeting. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like it's like a bunch of kids dressed as bikers, like fighting some like slightly overweight forty year old guys with like button up shirts tucked into jeans mm-hmm. and like fluorescent yellow vests. <laughs> it's like some some kids playing Fallout decided to fight a construction crew. Or was it? There were several choices that they made about the post apocalyptic universe that I was kind of baffled by Mm -hmm. um first of all like i understand that yes all the adults died at some point but that was 15 years ago and like these people are adults except for james earl jones except for james earl jones yes for some reason and and some of the other more adult like like i said the all the people like working in like these these factories and stuff were all like middle-aged seemed older yeah yeah yeah. Uh, but what i am going to say is that without adult supervision Mm -hmm. without rules without school without work those teenagers would be breeding like crazy. Oh, yeah. There yeah. would be mm-hmm. so many little kids yeah. Yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there w- it appeared that everyone was within 10 years of the same age. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, may- I mean, maybe that was a side effect of the apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the nuclear fallout sterilized everybody. Ah, maybe. Mm-hmm. So this is the last generation of humans. Yeah. If that is the case, I feel like they really could have honed in on that more. Yeah, yeah. They they could have. Um, or maybe they're just over just sidestepping the, the whole thing completely. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the uh, next thing we do is a 20-second recap of the movie. Now, this is probably the most important thing about this audio log. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially... So Dr. Odd can confirm that we watched the film or the episode and, uh, you know, didn't, um, I don't know, sleep through it or skip it or something. Uh, He makes us do this 20-second recap. Now, he says it's a 20-second recap, um, meaning that it can't go any longer than 20 seconds. And if it does, we get very, very painful electric shocks. Oh. So I don't know why he put a cap on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that collar is that he gave you. Oh. Yeah. He just stacked it on top of my old collar. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, hmm. Well, I mean, maybe it won't be as painful then, I guess. Yeah, but, that, could, that could be a possibility. But I still don't want to go over the 20 second. And again, I don't know why he gave us a limit if he really wanted to make sure we got full comprehension of these episodes. Well, think but, about how much how much of this footage he's got to review. You know? Yeah, it's I don't know if tiring. he ever watches any of it. Oh. We say a lot of stuff about him that he never really, you know... Um, or maybe he's just playing mind games with us. I, yeah. You know, I don't know. That's kind of sad. It is kind of sad, you know. But it is it is what it is. And, uh, you know, 
Whatever, he's a weirdo. So I'm going to do this first one. So here, um, luckily, Seth left his grandfather's stopwatch. Um, so we're going to keep using that as uh, I'm going to wind it up here. Okay, here, let me hold it. Okay, here you go. Oh, I dropped it. <laughs> oh, you dropped Seth's grandfather's stopwatch. There's pieces everywhere. Oh, no. Oh, this is awful. Oh, well, okay, well, I guess. I actually have a wristwatch on me. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to try and fix Seth's grandfather's stopwatch. If he comes back, he's gonna, he's gonna really be want real that. bummed out about yeah, that. Yeah, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, you should have right, been more cautious when handing it to me. I mean, I was. You you kind of like tried to do like a little flourish. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Like you you did like a thing like it looked like you're Harlem Globetrottering it where you spun it kind of around your fingers. Yes. Like yeah. a magician. Yeah. When I, I, don't s- think... I was actually spinning around at the same time. Yeah, I don't well. think that's on me. Well. Yeah. But nice, nice try. You know, we we take accountability real, real seriously up here in space. Oh yeah? No, not really. Oh, okay. I just you know, I was just lashing out about breaking Seth's watch. I'm sorry. It's sort okay. Of. I know. All right. Uh, so you give me a, a start, like a, a three, two, one. I, I say three, two, one, twenty second recap usually, and then then I'll start and I'll do this. Three, two, one, twenty second recap. Oh, okay. Um, so the um, James Earl Jones has a son, I guess, and he the kid goes to the city to try and find a biker gang, and he finds them, and then he ends up killing another biker, and like there's a whole turf war with the U.S. government, who's middle aged men, and and King Patrol's there, and then they end up winning somehow, and they live happily ever after. Yeah, that's pretty darn good. Yeah, how, how'd I do? Uh, it looks like you were at 18 seconds. Okay. All right. That was actually a, a kind of, I kind of went long. I forgot how the, I honestly, uh, forgot how the film really wrapped up because I don't think it really had an ending. Well, that's in keeping with uh, the the trivia game they did. Yeah, or the uh, the tagline mm-hmm. where it's the first two parts and the, the you know the second part or third part where it just doesn't exist. Um, okay, after this we... Oh, so you just do it. What you just do the twenty second recap? Yeah, yeah, oh, no, I you okay. don't have to do it. No, okay, no, no. What, cool. Well, you will have to next time. Oh, we yeah. trade off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, I don't think it's fair for one person to have to assume the risk mm-hmm. every time. You know, agreed. So, yeah, yeah. If uh, you'll, you'll so you'll have to be um, doing it next time. Um, but uh, the next thing that we usually do is name our favorite riffs. All right. Um, so I'll go first with this. Uh, mine was there was a uh, a bike funeral procession mm-hmm. um, where one of the biker guys is uh, on the on the good guys team is killed, um, and everyone's slowly riding slash walking their bikes in this funeral procession, and uh, all all three, both Tom Servo, uh, Crow, and Joel. Uh, they they go born to be wild. <laughs> yeah, they sing li- born to be wild real slow and somber. I laughed was, at that part too. Yeah, yeah, it was it really caught me caught me in the the funny bone. Yes. All right. Good. What about you? Did you have a favorite one? Uh, pretty early on, actually. Okay. Um, at the very beginning, when they keep uh doing those really unfortunate frozen scenes with the credits. Yeah. And it feels like there's something wrong with whatever platform you're watching it on. Yes. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> yeah, it's like, at oh, one, is this, is this the, the stream stop? Did, yeah. What's going on? And at one point they say, I can't get there. They keep freeze framing me. <laughs> and I really liked that part. Yeah, that was good. That was a good one. Um, okay. So yeah, that's, uh, any, uh, we, we, after this and see Seth always runs this. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just all over the place. Um, after we're, after our favorite quotes, now we rate the movie. Um, we rate both the movie and the episode. So first we'll rate the movie, um, City Limits, as a movie. Um, I, like... What, uh, what out of what? 
Um, whatever your rating scale wants to be. Okay. Um, so we usually do a 10 scale. We sometimes did smaller scales or larger scales, depending on whatever. Or if you really hate it, you can give it a, uh, you know, whatever rating you feel, whatever you feel in your heart. Okay. You know? Um, so uh, I, I didn't think this movie was the worst one they've watched. I thought, I don't know if I would... I would watch it. It had some 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 colors of Miami connection a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of cheesy 80s like really sincere action movie kind of vibe yeah, I can that, see that. that I like, but also it was not a good movie. There was not enough variety in it to make it interesting. Right. Um even though I found myself following the plot more than maybe some of the other movies. I would give this movie overall um, like a 4 out of 10 uh, because I wouldn't I don't think if it was like on TV and even if I was bored I don't think I'd watch it. I'd right. turn to the weather channel or something. Right. Because at least, at least that's got like you know commercials for shows I'm never going to watch. Well about. and weather. Yeah and weather yeah. I mean that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, Usually. Yeah I guess there's no weather in space. What was the number rating you gave it again? I'm sorry. I gave it a four out of ten. Okay, okay. Yes, I I would totally agree with that range. I'm somewhere around a three or a four out of ten myself. Um, I felt as though they made a lot of, like, really weird assumptions about how kids would react to growing up without parents. Yeah. Like, the idea that, like, everyone cares about comic books as currency Right, and, right. And, like, everyone has to ride a motorcycle. And... Yeah. I thought it wasn't... It didn't seem like... It just seemed like some old person was like, I wonder what the youngs do. Right, right. And, like, the, My and nephew like you likes said, comic books. <laughs> they they glossed over some of, like, the more uh, scandalous parts of being a teenager. Like, the actual ones. You right, know? right. Like, you know, it, they, there was beer. There was beer. They were drinking beer a lot. But yeah. But then they, they, like you said, the currency in comic books and things like that. It felt really out of touch with... And maybe it's just because it's a different era. I don't yeah. know. It felt yeah. very out of touch with what teenagers are. Right, right. Um, the, I didn't find any of the dialogue thought-provoking or interesting. Didn't really feel like it had a message. Not that that's an expectation you'd necessarily have for this type of movie. Right. And uh, the parts that I think I think overall it was supposed to be cool. You right. know, it's like we're flying model planes into this thing and it's going to explode. And then <laughs> I forgot about I, that. I've got, James Earl Jones is like, like uh, drone striking. Look at this old the, car driving through a wall. And now we're going to just drive these motorcycles real fast in the dark. And just none of it felt edgy. Yeah. It felt very contrived and unfortunate. And I, it was it was like manufactured edginess. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. just did not feel it didn't feel cool. Yeah. It yeah, I, I agree with that. So I feel like it didn't achieve anything that it set out to do. Okay. It's a failure and it should go home. Uh, fair enough. Uh what'd you think of this episode as an MST three K episode? Um, fairly middle of the road, in okay. my opinion. Like, there are definitely parts that I enjoyed, and they did a really good job with the pacing to make a movie that would otherwise be physically painful and make me want to go back into my uh, little meatball ship. Okay. Uh, they they made it bearable. Okay. I didn't have any parts that I really cracked up really hard. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. I would I would probably... Uh, did you have a rating for it? Oh, that, oh the... 
for the episode? Six, six, six out of ten. Six out of ten. Okay, yeah, I'd probably give it about a six or seven. Yeah. Um, yeah. I the movie was salvageable enough to where it's not like I would rewatch this episode. Right. The beginning host segments were really good. Yes. The ending ones, like. I think the Kim Cattrall song has like a cute story attached to it, mm-hmm. but I didn't think it was necessarily one of the most clever segments they've done on the show. Right. It seemed that it was what was funny about it was how bad it was. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's a very gypsy joke there. Yeah, yeah, that's not a crow joke, that's a gypsy joke. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, so it, it you know, like it's, it wasn't it wasn't the best one ever, but it was also like it's not. It wasn't an abysmal one. There were laughs. I I, I found myself laughing throughout. Right, um, right. I chuckled. Yes, yeah. I chuckled frequently. I laughed. Infrequently. <laughs> no, no, that was the end of the sentence. Oh, uh, you're doing a city limits tagline. I chuckle frequently. I laughed. Ellipses. That's- Fair enough. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's move on then. Um, so we've got some. We've got some letters. Yeah. Um, we. Uh, we. If you want to write letters to us, um, our we have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Gizmonic Institute Radio, um, and usually we reach out to uh, people and they. Uh, write in and tell us things. Now so. they're probably writing to you and Seth, right? Um, yes, yeah, actually, because the uh, um, this whole thing, as you know, caught me by surprise. Well, so. me also. Me yeah. also. Me also. <laughs> me also. Ah. also. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't think there are any specifically to that, that. Well, I will do my best to be as Seth as possible from the approximately eight minutes that I've known him. Okay. You know, that's I, I appreciate that. Right. Um uh, since we are running a little bit long tonight, I think we'll only read a couple. Um, so our first letter tonight is uh, from our friend Steve. Hey, Steve. Thanks for writing in. Hi, Steve. Um, I'm st- he says, I'm still behind on my old school episodes. My recollections, though. Uh, first recollection, the umbrella gag. I like that a lot. Oh, yeah. On, on reflection, a lot of season 11 gags were the with the more animated bots have that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, the, I, we, I forgot about that, too, where Joel gets up yes. and blocks the uh, n- naked lady butt with, a, uh, with an umbrella. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Steve continues, says, someday I will tell a knock-knock joke and have ping-pong balls fall on someone. I've dreamed of this <laughs> since Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> I guess that must be the thing, then. Uh <laughs> It, it was. It was it a knock knock joke that that triggered the ping pong balls. You know, it, it was totally eclipsed by by the, by the ping pong balls. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what what happened. What caused the ping pong balls? I only remember the ping pong balls. Um, and then he says the third one. He remember the third thing he remembers um, is the Kim Cattrall song. Right. Which, yeah, that's classic. Um, basically, all I remember from this film is about the host segments, which is never a good sign. Um, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, hang on, real quick. Yeah. L- let me go ahead and respond as Seth would. Okay. Oh God, my watch! What happened to my watch? <laughs> <laughs> but not okay. Well, that's how he would respond in this specific situation if he just walked in the door now. Right, so, right. Yeah. Um, as go ahead okay. with with your response. Oh no, I I mean that that was it. The, yeah, I I I think that um, I don't think the episode is or the movie is as bad as you're thinking, Steve. Yeah, I I didn't think it was you know Castle of Fu Manchu level bad. So it's worth a rewatch. I feel like. You just said earlier it wasn't worth a rewatch. No, no, the the movie itself's not worth a rewatch. Oh, the, the episode. episode. Absolutely. I yes. think for 
an MSD3K fan, this is one that could go in the maybe quarterly yearly rotation if, if you, you've got this down to a science hey, you know i'm just i'm just uh you know pulling stuff out of the air uh if this steve person could send us a great deal of literature about captain kangaroo i would yeah. i would enjoy educating myself yeah or anyone really but yeah steve you seem to be the guy so uh mm-hmm. oh and he he, all, he he says oh was this the episode with morrissey and the tupperware yes and, it, yeah so yes. Th- that's also a, a memorable part see and and again but it's mostly the host segments uh which you know the, it's a valid point. It is a valid point. But, yeah, this is definitely not, uh, again, the strongest episode, but not not as bad as I think you're worried about. So give us one to watch. Um, our friend Cy uh, writes in, okay. um, and he says, uh, A volatile combination of dialectical variance and extreme Britishness legally obliges me to explode with inappropriate laughter at the mention of Super Fanny Bryce. And that was one of the superheroes. Ah. And I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down inside because in, in Great Britain, uh, Fanny has a different meaning. Ah. That's a, uh, that's a different. Goose. Yeah, no, not goose. It's a, it's a <laughs> wild goose. Is, is it? Is it a wild goose? I'm pretty sure. Yeah? Uh-huh. See, I've heard it, was, it means something else. Oh, yeah? What? Well, I'll have to explain it to you after. Why not now? Well, it, um. Come over here and whisper it in my ear. Okay, okay. A goose! Yeah, that's not what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're slandering me. I know. Uh, You knew what it meant all along. I did know what it meant. I'm pulling your leg. (laughs) Pulling your leg! You are pulling my leg. You're literally pulling my leg. You need to. I'm yanking on it real hard. You need to let go so I can. Sorry, uh, I haven't been uh, practicing any type of social interaction for several years. Yeah. It's really hard getting back into the swing of things. It shows, yeah. That's that's a little hurtful, but. Well, uh, you know, I'm. We have to share this. Very small space together for an indefinite amount of time. Well, once this audio log's over, we have this whole ship. Like, this isn't just the, the Right, ship. but I mean, a, a ship is a... Oh, yeah. Well, it's yeah. not your little meatball ship, though. I suppose not. Yeah, there's a lot of, there are a lot of floors in this ship. But yeah, no, I want us to have a nice relationship, too, so... Um, yeah, let's. I'm sorry for making fun of your social. Truce. App. Yeah, truce. Yeah. All right, let's shake I hands on it. I didn't know we it. weren't truce, but yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, you've got me with a joy buzzer. I did. Why? <laughs> just in case. <laughs> just in case of what? <laughs> this is not how you do a truce. <laughs> this is the opposite of how you do a truce. Just in case I got to shake hands with somebody. Well, that's okay. I I can't argue with that. So. Um, yeah, I, if you want to write to us, our, again, our, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash Gizmonic Institute Radio. Uh, we put out a call uh, usually before we record an episode. Uh, so if you want to comment on the, uh, on the post where we talk about that, you can do that. Or uh, there are lots of people talking about different aspects of MSD3K on here. Um, they're, uh, recently, we talked about how they're going on a live tour around the United States this summer, which is exciting. So Very exciting. Hopefully... Uh, uh, some of the listeners can go check them out on their live tour. We are also on uh, Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash msd3k underscore podcast. Um, and you can follow us there for uh, updates on shows. And we are on iTunes. If you want to leave us an iTunes review, that would be great. We are we are slowly crawling toward 100 reviews, and that would be an awesome milestone to hit. So if you like the show and you haven't, if you haven't reviewed it, just go on and uh, just give it a quick review. If we get 100 reviews on iTunes, I will get some sweet footage of Jeff's water bottle collection. Uh, well, let's not promise that, but, 
you know, uh, okay, yeah, sure, mm-hmm. why not? Why not? You get you get my my water bottle filled cabin if we get a hundred reviews on uh, on iTunes. So that'd be pretty great. Jeff will write a personality description of each water bottle. Uh, there are a lot of water bottles, but I you're lucky that I already have that figured out. Oh, good. So, yeah. Um, and uh, finally, uh, if you really, really like the show and want to keep supporting us, we have a Patreon page um, that is Gizmonic or Patreon.com slash Gizmonic. Um, for right now, we only have one tier. Um, for it's a one dollar a month tier, and that gets you access to our other podcast, uh, Doctor Odd's Cinematic Fun Dumpster. Which, by the way, I don't know if I told you, Renee, but yeah. Uh, well, Sescon, you're going to have to do that one too with me. Oh, what's that about? Um, Doctor Odd picks a movie from his personal movie collection, forces us to watch it, and then talk about it. Oh, it sounds just as fun as Mystery Science Theater. No, it's not because the movies he makes us watch are things like Tammy and the T Rex. Oh, I'm sure they won't be that bad. Um, and the one before that, I don't even remember. Oh, it was Outlaw Will Kane. That sounds like I a blocked great it movie. From, no, it's terrible. It's about a man in a greasy wig who dresses up his other friends in greasy wigs, and they make a cowboy movie that doesn't make sense. Huh. Um, and this month, um, it's a movie called Roller Disco? Roller Roller something? It's about a, it's about a roller skating disco, but like rich people are trying to shut it down, and they have to have like a like a disco competition to save the it's it's real bad um roller boogie that's what the movie's called that's that's what roller we're watching boogie. uh yeah pretty roller much that pretty much encapsulates the horror of the show <laughs> of the or the movie so yeah um that is patreon.com slash gizmonic we're gonna uh you know add i think a couple other tiers of stuff later on maybe some stickers maybe some um movie riffing tracks or some public domain movies or shorts that we've riffed uh we're thinking about doing that too but yeah right now just a dollar a month um really helps us out helps us pay for our, our web hosting and also uh get some new equipment um and uh make more time out of our schedules to edit the show and things like that so it really means a lot to us if you could head over there and throw us a dollar you get a uh, a cool monthly podcast that is uh pretty hilarious it's got a lot of dr odd doing what he does and <laughs> It's pretty great. So, uh, yeah, that is, again, patreon.com slash gizmonic. Um, and I think, unless you have any closing thoughts, that's uh, – do you have anything else? No, I'm still thinking about dolphins, Swiss okay. dolphins. Swiss dolphins? Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking about Swiss army dolphins. So. Yeah. Well, we got to draw that comic book later. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. You have crayons up here? Uh, we have, like – they're kind of – you imagine a crayon, but they forgot to add the color. Uh-oh. <laughs> Like it's just like a wax shaped object with that's wrapped in wax paper. Okay. And you can use it like a crayon, but it just doesn't. You're just like making paper waxier. I have a pretty good imagination. Okay. I think I could enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. We may we might be able to find something to make the wax dirty with after we. Ah, uh, yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a. It could be a craft. We could make a new craft. I think we're gonna bond. Here, shake yeah. my hand again. No. <laughs> Come on. You're gonna joy buzzer man. Come on. Uh, this has been uh, the audio log for MST3K Season 4, Episode 3, City Limits. Okay, Dr. Uh, that you know, Renee, that actually wasn't so bad. No, it was kind that of was, fun, actually. Especially yeah, the part where know, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, you're no, you're no Seth, but, like, you, you're, you're not bad. Like, you're... As we mentioned earlier, you too are no Seth. Yeah, that's true. And that's I guess I'm sure. not bad either. That's for sure. He's only got, like... Like seven warts on his face. 
You got beans Another on the screen again. I saw them. I, you were you were coating your body in clam juice and like throwing beans oh, in yeah. the air. Oh yeah, I'm all looped up. I'm, I'm getting ready to I call really, all looped up. I really can't tell who's more moist and slick. I mean, it's, it's me. got to be Dr. Rock. I guarantee it is me. I'd say yeah. it's up for grabs, but it'd be hard to grip. Oh, gross. Anyway, yeah, so listen, you guys, I noticed you've been talking about Seth. You know, Jeff, I know, mm. uh, I guess you're pretty sad. But, you know, you shouldn't feel bad for him. I mean, uh, uh, you know, it's, I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's got to be over there. Don't be jealous that he's gone. Is what I'm saying. I'm not because jealous he's that he's gone. I just miss my friend, and also he doesn't get to watch MST3K anymore. Well, he's gonna be Doctor Rod is gonna be doing all those. Or uh, what's his name, Doctor Rod? Yeah. Sometimes I get confused. With yourself. He's, he's gonna be. He's gonna be doing all those experiments on him, so he's gonna be pretty busy. So I wouldn't. Yeah, he I is. wouldn't be jealous. He's gonna have a full horrible, schedule. horrible experiments. Horrible things. Man, you're not making Done me feel any him. better. I feel like you're trying to make me feel better, but you're not making me feel any better. Don't you want to know what experiments he'll be doing I to mean, him? I've experienced some, but I'd like to know some more. One of them is uh, every day he gets up and instead of drinking nothing but clam juice, there's a full, like one of those Coke freestyle machines. Yeah. Yeah, and every Yeah, like day. the one that just filled with clam juice. Like every option no, on our Coke Freestyle no, machine no filled with clam juice. No, no clam juice, actual yeah. Coke Freestyle machine. But here's the thing. Here's yeah. where the torture begins. Okay. The experiment is every day he has to come up with another delicious, delicious recipe on the Coke Freestyle machine. Huh, but in, in every idea? option's clam juice? Like, like ours how is? hard that is? I mean... Uh, no, it, 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 I mean it's unless every option's clam juice like ours, it doesn't seem like it'd be that hard at all, and it seems nice. It's gonna be really rough for him. I don't know how he's gonna get through it. I feel mm. bad for him. Poor, poor wart face. Okay, now I am starting to get a little jealous, but okay, yeah. what else? Uh, one of the other things is, is that every day, uh, he's when he goes like for his uh, siesta in the afternoon when he takes his nap. Under yeah. the giant palm fronds, he has Aww. to he has to make the bed after he sleeps in it every time. And then, like some metal, like claws come down from the ceiling, like poke him, or no, or, you know, he has to sort sort like a locker full of wrenches or something. No, no. But after that, he has to go and get under some heat lamps while Hawaiian music plays, and there's a full luau. And he, but here's the thing. No sunblock. Huh. So, it's yeah, awful. I mean, he's t- t- a little burned, I guess. He was very pasty. Well, that's the we challenge, isn't it? That's yeah. the this experiment. Is radically different treatment than I received. I would, I would like to point that it's out. It's awful, isn't it? I know I listened to it and my skin crawls. I mean, it would if it wasn't so slippery with clam yeah, it's juice. It's very slippery with clam juice. But, I, you know, I. Mm. You, well, okay. So is this not is this not the same thing that you had to go through, Renee? Is this no, different? no. When he when he was with me, um, he had been frequenting the website Mental Floss. I don't know if okay. you've ever pursued that before. And no. he was trying to explore the the physical physical options for that. Oh, like just like turning Mental Floss into a real thing, right? Oh, there's a lot of. I don't allow. I don't allow my subjects. 
full access to the uncensored internet because it is not good for them. So you can just floss that website from your brain, from your mental hole. Yeah, Dr. Ad's got a thing called the OtterNet, okay. um, which is like the internet, but yeah. Like, there is a website, you, you mentioned mental floss, there's mental flawed, ah. um, which is like, I think it's the same thing. It's like Dr. Ad doing a bunch of think pieces that he writes about, like, you yeah. know, are, are goats Can- the new, uh, like, are they going to be the new stars of the sequel to Twister that I'm coming up with? Could, like, could you, could you right. recite one, Dr. Rod? Which which one? Well, I mean, you could do the one about the goats that, that are going to be oh, the stars of the new Twister. Or you could do the goats. thing about, like, which of your markers smell the best. Uh, and well, you can do, you know, how far can I, I, I run without, uh, you know, having... A hamburger, like that was a real life. I don't know. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm a busy man. I don't know yeah. if I have a time to recite the entire article to you, dorks. If you want to oh. go on, you can read it. But here's the thing. Here's another amazing little fact for you, Renee. Is that you noticed it is called the Otternet. Yes. Which is obviously a very uh, clever allusion to my last name. Right. Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. But it is also uh, a bit of a pun because over 90% of it is just pictures of otters. Oh. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's, so that's actually Screen. kind of the one of the not so bad parts. You don't want to know what I had to see on the Rotternet. Ooh. It was not uh, as no, cute as otters. That is. That. See? That's why I don't let you guys on there. On the bad, yeah. on the bad places. Okay, you know what? The internet's. I feel like maybe you're over censoring us a little bit, but I also appreciate. I mean, I'm fine with just otters. That. That's fine. There's yeah. lots of otters. There's lots of other stuff that conveniently rhymes with my name. Yeah, like Odd Tube and yeah. uh, Odd Book and uh, sure. Oddpedia. Does yep. it sell those really durable phone cases? Uh, oh, Otterbox. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. We don't know. Don't bring that up. Too far. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. There's a. Uh, uh, you know, Doctor Rod. I. It, it is a little weird that you show so much care in what media we consume on the internet that you created a whole other internet when you literally show zero care in any other parts of our well-being. What? That literally about uh, an hour ago told me that I could uh, try opening a window while we were in space. Well, I mean, you could, right? I didn't say yeah. you should. Well, you know, the thing your is... Your tone implied that I should. You have to... You have to... Hey, what happens when you we do to, that, though? Oh, uh, you what get, like... What happens when you open the window? Yeah, can I try? Yeah, you get sucked out. No, please well, don't. You get sucked out of space. Uh, look, there's a reason that I made all the windows, uh, those, like, weird, like, like, zip-up plastic, like you were, like, on an old camper. <laughs> yeah. Only you know. the finest. Only, Only the, the finest, finest for us. my subjects. Yeah, that's where all the duct tape went, was putting literally hundreds of layers uh, on these plastic windows that were constantly getting holes. I was wondering what was under there. I've been peeling at that for a few hours. Yeah, please don't. It'll it'll open into the vacuum of space, and we might die. We yes, might and then your eyeballs will get sucked through your ears. Okay, are you sure that it won't yeah. just make the ship really clean? Uh, well, well, it will. Fair. You know what? Sounds yeah. like an experiment. No, uh, no, please, science. please. We could try that oh. out. Because, hey, listen, if you think I'm going to let Dr. Hugh Rod uh, pass me in the Mad Science Awards this year, just because he's got Seth over there, like, figuring out whether peanut butter M&Ms or peanut butter pretzel M&Ms are better, 
Ah, man, he gets all the cool I mean, experience now. It's terrible for him, though. How does he do it? There's no, I mean, there's like no clam juice there. It's awful. I mean, but anyway. It, well, I have, how about, can, can see, I suggest I some experiments you do for us? Can I suggest that? We, okay, well, <laughs> I want to talk about your optical course, but. <laughs> yes. But I also want to, I want to know if there's maybe some change to the experiments you can do for us. Like, right well, now you I have mean, what do you want? having what do you us want? watch MST3K, which is actually okay, because it turns out Renee also likes MST3K. Yeah, I'm a pretty big um, fan. Yeah, okay. so that's actually not, not a bad one. Um, Show for nerds. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, the Dr. Odd Cinematic Fun Dumpster, not, like, my favorite one, totally but it's great. still not that bad. Totally great. Classics. Um, the Man, if there was some way that re- everyone could hear it. Man. Yeah, if only there was so some way. For a dollar a month. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> oh, RoboCop, yeah. Um, okay, so th- there's the wrench sorting, which I'm not, like, super crazy about. Like, maybe we could change you. that into, like, well, it's not good. It doesn't doesn't benefit us at all, unless you're doing an experiment of how okay, many wrenches you're you right. fit in a locker. It's not hard. You're right. It's mind-numbing. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. What yeah. we're going to do okay. is we're going to start... When you go and you get your wrenches down every morning now, the bucket, the the, the bin... That they're stored in will yeah. now be filled with barbecue sauce. Yes. Okay. I mean, that's a right. that's a change. At sounds least. good, right? Like, yeah. That sounds yeah. amazing. So it's all like it's all yeah. slippery and you know it's got some spice to it. Yeah. Is there gonna be like you know meat? Like we got the bologna still. I guess bologna and barbecue sauce. Yeah. You know, my mouth is actually watering. You know, really we had plain Look, I have lots of barbecue sauce. We, I have lots. Okay. We can make the next level of Oreo. <laughs> the next level of Oreo. Mm-hmm. Oh, with barbecue sauce and uh, between two slices of bologna. Okay, and it's like a, it's like something that you'd find at KFC, probably mm-hmm. like a like a breadless sandwich. Quite right. Okay, so all right, Doctor Rod, you you you're talking about barbecue sauce and and lubing yourself up with clams. Just tell us about this oh, yes. uh, this obstacle course that you've made. Well, I'm so glad you asked. I mean, you're, you're holding up a paper sign that said obstacle yes. course oh, on it oh, and gesticulating my. toward I did, it. I did just happen to have this with me. Yeah. Well, you know, it's that time of year again for the Chuck E. Cheese Fun Obstacle Course. Okay. So it's a yearly thing? It's an annual yes. event? It's, okay. it's yearly. It's a semi-annual. Basically, <laughs> what happens is whenever... Whenever the Chuck E. Cheese gets uh, shut down by the health department again, okay, no one is here. Yeah. And you know, let's be honest. It's it's 2017 and Chuck E. Cheese is probably no one there anyway. You would be surprised. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> it's like the old adage, you know. Yeah. When, when the rat is away, the dog will play. Okay. So that big stupid mouse, he leaves, Uh right? I don't have to see his dumb head again. Yeah. And then what happens is I go in and I open the door from the basement once I'm sure that there's no one here. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we don't want anyone to know that I live in the basement. Yeah, yeah. You've you've talked about your, your altercations with the manager. So. Chad, Chad is, yeah. he is the worst. But anyway, what happens is I set up the obstacle. The obstacle course is, can 
I get from the basement door to the kitchen and back before the alarm goes off. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and making yourself slippery does what in, in this endeavor? I'm, I'm so glad you asked. Okay. It does a number of things. Number one, it makes yeah. me smooth and aerodynamic. Yeah, okay. I feel like a, like a swimmer, yeah. Yeah, so when I run up these stairs, the first thing I do is I get to that big uh, tile floor after the little miniature stupid merry-go-round, and I I go full Charlie Hustle, Pete Rose slide on okay. the tiles, and yeah. I slide thanks to the viscosity of my cram lube. <laughs> I slide across the tile floor. Does anyone else feel that, like this is a great metaphor for being born? Then, yeah. Yeah. then I hit the ball pit, but because I'm going so fast yeah. from the clam juice slide, I I hit it with full force. I go into the air, I go into the ball pit. Okay. Okay. You get, you just get that that stinky clam juice lube all over the balls in the ball. Absolutely. Pit. It's okay. trust me, it's an improvement. So then. I'll, I'll bet. So then, when the coast is still clear. I leap from the ball pit. I scramble over past an old, an old uh, Street Fighter machine, right? Okay. I slide my butt across the deck of that. I end up in the kitchen, and then about that point, I just go in and I just grab as much dough and pepperoni as I can. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I stick it to my body. Oh. Because of the, by this point, the clam juice has reached uh, a sort of gel form. Oh no! And I like, stick all the pizza toppings. I'm, I make myself. I make myself into a big tasty pizza. Through a Five Nights at Freddy's situation I, going on. I it's think a horror show. Part of the problem with this plan may be that you've taken so much time to explain this to us that it's already starting to look a little gel-like. Yeah. Oh, you make a good point. We well, have to put clam juice on top of the clam gel. You're right. Gonna have to double up, double layer. You're a real monster, man. It's going to be a wild year for the obstacle course. <laughs> I guess so. Have you ever considered just going up there with, like, a backpack or something, you know, and putting all the toppings in? What's the, what's fun about that? Well, I, okay. I mean, it just seems, like, more sanitary and, like, you know. Sanitary? Easier. Listen, yeah. I just got done telling you the place is closed for health code violations. <laughs> fair. I'm I guess stealing you're, oh, yeah. raw dough. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Fair point, fair point. All right, I, I concede. You're, you're not really concerned with the, uh, the food safety in the first place. No, nope, so, yeah. not really. Because when, okay. the, when the food gets real rancid, you know, yeah. time to make a delivery to space. Oh, no, I don't want a rancid, dough, gross hey, body pizza. You guys got to eat, too. Yeah, but we got this bologna, and you said there's something about barbecue sauce, so. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, I don't, I don't want your body pizza. That's how, hottie, I, hottie pizza. that's how I. That's actually how I grocery shop for all the food. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so go, it's just all of this bologna and the, the barbecue sauce is stolen and then put onto your it's body. Great. What I do is I cover myself in the clam gel. I go yeah. to a Kroger and I just roll myself down down like the aisle. Like it a is, horrifying catamari. I'm a bit like a, like a catamari, a clam juice core. Yeah, catamari. A clamamari. Clamamari. Yeah, clamamari odyssey. 
because you're Dr. Uh, yeah, okay, that's gross. And uh, I feel like I don't want to ever eat again, but I know I'm going to have to eat. Well, I got to get going. I got to get going because the obstacle course, it is time. All right. It's time. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to limber up, right? Do all my, my stretches. Yeah. Double up on some of this gel. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get stuck in the... You're just going to have a bunch of, like... Uh, balls stuck to you from the ball pit if you don't reapply the gel. So well, the timing will be off. Are they? They're edible. Well, no, they're not. They're, well, they're, I mean, they're explicitly not edible. It's I, going I to be close to another year until I get out of here and get more food, okay? That's okay, well, hurry up then. Don't don't re-gel. I, there's only so many times I can throw that rancid werewolf butler meat up into the kitchen and then yeah. call the health inspector and have them fall for it. At some point, they're ah. going to say, what is going on here? It's getting weird. So, okay. werewolves are real? Oh, yeah. They're totally a real thing. The Whatever. I'll let, I'll let this nerd explain it to you. Yeah. Okay. Noob. I'll, yeah. yeah. Freaking noob. All right. Well, here. Am I right? Let me, let me well, tell that, you about where werewolves come from. That hurts. All right. Am I right, Jeff? Yeah. Noob. Yeah. 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 Don't even... Don't even know that that, that that a scientist has has real werewolves that also function as butlers. Yeah, and a baseball team sometimes. Who doesn't know that? Yeah, we got Common. some back episodes of the show you need to listen to. Oh, all right. Yeah, vampires is still not real, right, Doctor I? Well, for now. All right, fair enough. All right, get into that obstacle course, you little scamp. I'm going. I'm gonna. Oh yeah, slap myself up good. Oh.